I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All these shows definitely have in common is yes, everybody's really fit, but also like everybody's shagging. Yeah. They make it look like hospitals are like the Magaluf weekender. Is it as rife as that? It is as rife as that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to tell you for, for, for free. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by the TikTok doc, author, and let's face it, the fella that you all want to see if you get rushed to A&E, it's Dr. Amikar, everybody. Hey, hey. I'm all right, Petal. How are you? I know you're having a busy day. Yeah, having a very busy day. Today is uh, book launch day. The first day my book comes out. Woohoo! I mean, I want to ask you so much stuff, but since you brought it up, let's talk about the book. Your Mm -hmm. book is out today and it's called Health in Your Hands. Yeah, Your Health in Your Hands. Dr. Mecca, yours truly. Oh, when, the, when this pod actually comes out, guys, this will be available to buy. So rush yeah. to bookshops immediately. Tell us a little bit about it, babe. Um, so basically, it's um, a little handbook, like a manual to future-proof your health. So it contains a lot of health tips, tricks, uh, medical myths that people might not um, be aware of. It contains cases, gives statistics. There's nutrition in there, gut health, mental health, health for the fellas. Help for the ladies as well. There's embarrassing bodies. It's quite fun as well. It's quite an easy read book. A lot of pictures, a lot of color. There's meal plans. There's workout plans as well in there. So it has a little bit of everything. Yeah, it sounds like it because you hear like health book or you hear yeah. like, oh, a doctor's wrote a health book. And honestly, yeah. mate, I go, I switch yeah. off. It's but very you, easy. Yeah, to switch yeah. off. You're bringing like your personality to this space. and Yeah, 100%. Ob- obviously, medical things are quite intimidating for normal people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you're normalizing it almost with this book. 100%. So I think that's, the, that's what I did from TikTok. So this book came about because I had so much traction on TikTok from all these videos. And that's because I took these topics that were quite scary and quite medically jargonated at the time. And I kind of put it into layman's terms and made it a bit more interesting entertaining, a bit more educational, a bit more fun. And people watched it. And so I did a lot of campaigns for TikTok themselves called Learn on TikTok, where they wanted me to come up with topics that I thought was, you know, that I thought were relevant to the public at the time and then find entertaining ways to kind of convey them. And when I did enough, they were like, actually, this would be a great book if you were to put these into book form. And that's how the book came about. So it's supposed to be read in my language. So you'll hear some of my phrases like dope in there. And... (laughs) And because of that, I think it's very relatable to people and they can kind of see it's that bridge between the patient and the doctor, whereas yeah. just a normal person. Yeah, so you're kind of right. So I, in my head, 
and yeah. to anyone who's not watching this on a visual platform, <laughs> you're kind of like if Michael B. Jordan and Doctor <laughs> Dr. Christensen, Doctor Christian, and the body coach all morphed into one. <laughs> I'd like to think so. That would be quite a mix. That would be quite a mix. It'd be good though, wouldn't it? It would be like one giant Superman. Yeah. Well, if 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 you want to say that, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. Take the compliment. Yeah, take the compliment. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take anything I can get. This day. <laughs> so congratulations mm, on the book, babe. You. you must be really proud of it. It's going to help a lot hey. of people. Yeah, that's the whole point. So I'm hoping that a lot of people can take some of the easy tips and easy tricks and like now, especially younger people can use this and kind of benefit their lives now so they won't have the issues that I see all the time in A&E with the elder generation. A lot of people say, oh, I wish I knew about my health or a lot of them like, I wish we knew about the um, adverse effects of smoking when we were all doing it back in the 70s, 80s, 90s and now they're kind of suffering the consequences now. Hopefully people in this generation won't have to suffer consequences later down the line because they haven't taken their health seriously and be like, oh, I wish I wasn't eating more of these chicken and chips every day for like 10 years and now look at me, that sort of thing. So yeah. not, not to say anything bad about Morley's in case anyone, <laughs> anyone from Morley's has a problem with me. I love all these chicken and chips, but not every day, okay? <laughs> no, but then as a doctor, as a medical professional, yeah. you... Like it's your job to advocate for balance, for health, for like yeah, exactly. all of these really great practices. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think as a generation, we are a lot more aware and mindful than any yeah. sort of generation that's come before us. Do you agree? I think so. I think, but being mindful and aware doesn't mean people actually take things into practice. We so know every, what to do, yeah, we just don't fucking everyone do knows, it. Everyone knows what to do. I feel everyone knows to eat clean, everyone knows to exercise, everyone knows to um, try and cut down smoking and drinking and drug use and whatnot. However, saying it and knowing it is one thing, doing it is another. Mm. So hopefully the book gives you those easy steps on how you can actually change your life. Because a lot of people kind of see the the big bridge they have to cross, they see the big wall in front of them. But the book's basically telling you these are easy, simple steps, just small little habits that you could do that might just take a couple of minutes every day and you're going to see incremental changes. Because yeah. it's not, I, like, I have to be realistic. It's not easy to stop smoking. It's not easy to stop binge drinking. It's not easy to stop habitual drug use and like poor mental thinking and pessimism if that's kind of your mindset and you've been doing that your whole life. So people say, I think yeah. I, I say health as a whole and it is yes. a little bit intimidating thinking about I want to be healthier but you say it as this like big blanket statement and it almost feels quite scary to start. Yes, 100%. I think uh, a lot of people, they see their health and they want to change but they don't know exactly how or the easiest way or they find it very, very difficult to change. People know that they need to be eating healthy, they know they need to be exercising, they know they need to be getting enough water and sleep, trying to stay off social media, etc. trying to work on their mental health. People know that they need to be less stressed and they know that these can be a cause of mental health disorders and physical health disorders. But I think the book is what the book's what's special about the book, I feel, is it gives easy ways and tips and tricks on how to actually change. Okay. Because it's not easy to change. But then, okay, so I'm going to ask, I don't want to ruin the book because I want everyone to buy it because it is amazing. But if, if you were going to give my listeners five top tips for improving your health, what would they be? I'd say look at the domains of the health. And so I'd, I'd say improve these five domains. Mm -hmm. So rather than just generic tips to improve your health. So nutrition, mm -hmm. that's the domain. So eating healthily mm -hmm. and staying away from, you know, junk food, refined sugars, too much caffeine, etc. Mm. And in fact, actually, I'm going to put under that bracket cessation of smoking and reduction of alcohol. 
Okay. So what, what, worry about what you take into your body. That's one thing. Sleep. Getting enough sleep for your body to be recharged, both physically and mentally, is really important. How much so, is enough sleep? So uh, we recommend about eight hours, but I've just been doing a campaign to show you that eight hours isn't always a magic number for everybody. Okay. And it depends on your sleep cycle because some people sleep at different times. So your sleep is controlled by your something called circadian rhythm, which is basically your body clock. And this is controlled by hormones and how much you've slept the night before, what you've eaten, what you drank throughout the day, your activity, and a hormone called melatonin. And so you put this all into one. And so sometimes a lot of people can be more fresh out of, of six hours, six yeah. and a half, seven hours sleep rather than eight. Some people feel more stress, fresh after eight or nine hours sleep. So it depends. So I'm actually working on a campaign at the moment to actually discover it and show people how you can find the best quality of sleep for you rather okay. than the actual quantity. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's domain two. What's domain three? Um, domain three, exercise. What does the body do? So you, now you've gotten your rest and recovery with your sleep. You've gotten what you put into your body with um, your nutrition and then what your body does exercise. I think nobody at this level should have an excuse of why not to exercise. I know you have physical ailments where you can't obviously maybe go bodybuilding at the gym. However, there's so many different ways to exercise at the moment that people should be getting at least maybe 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day of light, moderate exercising at least. Okay. Okay. I'd say next top tip is know when to see a doctor. So the book actually has a big section on things, signs and symptoms you can recognize where you should be going to A&E and see me and signs and symptoms that you might be able to call 111, seek other medical advice or actual signs and symptoms such as wound care and first aid and stuff that you can actually do yourself before seeing a doctor. So I think that's um, an important part of the book. And then the last bit, I think probably one of the most important parts is mental health. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I feel like now more so than ever, this is getting an awful lot of airtime and quite rightly yeah. so. 100% because we had mental health awareness month just passed and I think the book is great because it has a bunch of different techniques that you could do just from the jump in terms of mindset. So saying affirmations, gratitude, ways to boost your oxytocin, which is uh, the neurotransmitter, which is from love, hugging, bonding, and this Stop obviously contributes. It. Yeah. So hugging is actually so good for your mental health. Yo, it is, it is. I fucking love cuddles. Yes, and yes. that's why. I'm so healthy. It sends, <laughs> it sends signals to your brain that, show, that make you happier. So the relationships, playing with people, like even animals. Mm -hmm. that's, why you, that's why people love animals so much. Because you hug your animal, you're kissing your dog or your cat or whatever, and you're, you're developing that oxytocin coming into your brain as a rush. You feel loved and that can help combat depression. That's why they actually use animals in animal therapy with all the people who suffer from depression and mental health disorders. So that would be my last thing. And I think that's super important because without having good mental health, it's hard to really get your physical health on board. Unless you can get your mind right, it's hard to be in a terrible place or be in a black hole and be like, yeah, I'm going to go exercise and go for a run because you're just not up for it, isn't it? But when yeah. you have mental health in order, you're like, yeah. I will eat well. I will go exercise. That is so right. Like, I feel like it's so much easier for me to take care of my body if my yeah, mind is in exactly. the right place. Get your mind right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, some days I will bounce out of bed when I've yeah. had a good, you know, when you've had a good night's sleep and mm -hmm. like I'm in that right part of my cycle and everything. And I'll want a green juice for breakfast. I'll want to walk the dog. I'll want to go to Pilates, you know. Mm -hmm. But like, if I've if I'm not in the best place mentally, like yeah. that, when I wake up, like I do just want a bacon sandwich. I do want to yeah, snooze me alarm. Like, yeah. 
It's really hard though. So you've kind of got to make sure you're mentally in the right place, haven't you? If you're any chance of taking care of your body. Exactly. And this is because those those vices that we get addicted to, they give us a small rush mm. of dopamine, dopamine that the body craves, which can make and us forget. And that's what we get from hug. Do we get that from hugging too? So from hugging, you get a neurotransmitter called oxytocin. Different. Okay. Well, yeah. So so all these. So the main. So the I got like the chemi- the four happy chemicals they call uh-huh. them. So you got like oxytocin. Uh-huh. You've got serotonin, which uh-huh. is involved in uh, medications which you give to depression. Okay. You've got dopamine, which is like the short um, neurotransmitter you get when you maybe like smoke a cigarette or have a drink or eat eat a burger or something like that. And you just feel good all the time. I love dopamine. Yeah, everyone loves everyone <laughs> loves that dopamine rush. Everyone loves that dopamine rush. And then you got um, uh, endorphins. And endorphins which, happen yeah, when you exercise. Exactly. That's I why ex- that's why exercise is so good for mental health as well. There's that quote, isn't there, in um, the Legally Blonde, where El Woods is like. Um, Endorphins make you happy, and happy people yeah. just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> okay. They tend not to. <laughs> yeah. So, right, okay, how can I then, so I, we want these hormones, can yeah. we recreate dopamine from anything yeah. other than burgers? Yes, yes, you can. Where can I get my dopamine from if it's not a Big Mac made? Yeah, so dopamine is just spending time, relationships with friends, doing stuff you like, watching a film, going to the park, cinema, etc. Anything that's going to make you laugh. These are all short bursts of dopamine. So when I'm feeling down, I might just put on like some stand-up, some Kevin Hart, Dave yeah. Chappelle comedy, just kind of get me in a slightly better mood. I might go go for a run, put some, get some endorphins. I might talk to my parents, you know, tell them oh. I love them. Just going to spread some oxytocin. Whatnot, and then all this kind of stuff is gonna obviously aid you. And then sleep is a major thing because when your body has enough sleep, you're able to produce these neurotransmitters, and you generally have better mental health. A lot of sleep can, a lot of lack of sleep, can lead to mental health disorders, stress, headaches, lack of concentration, fatigue. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Honestly, like, I believe it, babe. So mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm a, I'm essentially like an insomniac. I'm not anymore. Like I'm yeah. loads healthier, loads happier, live a lot more balanced lifestyle. Good. But when when I was younger, like it would not be um, about two or three nights a week. Com- sleep would completely evade me. Yeah. Um, and I'd go till like five, six o'clock in the morning, just lying there, staring at the ceilings and stuff. And I absolutely can vouch that it is a form of torture. So it's it is. It's, it's the worst. 
worst. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. And then the way you, like, you know, lying there just worrying about every conversation you've ever yeah. had in your life. And then the next day, like, you don't function as well. You're snappy, yeah. you're short-tempered. It's a, it's, so. a, it's a massive contributor to, like, um, anxiety and stress. So one of the things we ask people when they come in depressed and they come in anxious, we talk about their sleeping and eating mm-hmm. and exercising. These are free conservative methods where if you change these, a lot of people don't actually need medication. They just need to change a lot of stuff going on in their lives. And then when you've done these methods and they haven't worked as well as we've hoped, that's when we move on to steps like medication and therapy. This is amazing. So obviously you were with me the other week, babe, at the Manchester Wellness Festival. And I was. You look yeah. great. Oh, babe, thanks so much. I feel like not so great today. For you who aren't watching this, I've managed to burn my face. I'm very upset about it, but I look like a big pink berry. Um, yeah, so I was with, we were with Dr. Alex as well. Yeah. We're, we're, we're mm-hmm. fortunate enough to spend some time with him. Love, love Dr. Al. And one of the things he's like really passionate about is, of course, mental health. And he's course, adv- yeah. advocating for these like first response hubs. And I yeah. suppose what the, the practice is behind that is like stopping mental health issues at the root of the problem yes, rather, than, rather than then having to medicate them, medicate them later, which is exactly what you're saying, right? Like, yeah. Finding out, like, did you sleep well? Do you eat right? Do mm-hmm. you get enough exercise? And p- your issues, not saying all, but most people's could probably be sort of traced back to that, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I think, like, with anything, especially when it comes to medicine, prevention is better than cure. This book has a lot of methods which are going to prevent disease before they even manifest. And I think that's the same with mental health. There are a lot of things that people can do in their daily lives that which may be contributing to poor mental health that they don't even know about. That's why it's good to elicit these. And that's why good doctors will actually, rather than just throwing medication at you, because we're all trained to do that, they'd actually ask the questions and find out what is the root cause. Because if you could generally tackle the root cause, generally, especially when it's going to help long term and people won't get addicted to medications. There are a lot of people who feel they need happy pills. If not, they'll feel depressed and they haven't actually addressed the root cause of what's causing their depression, whether it be financial, whether it be relationships, whether it be your occupation, your accommodation and moving around or whatever. Or if you suffered from poor bereavement, if you have PTSD from a bad situation that's happened in your childhood, these need to be addressed and they can't be masked with uh, medication. It's and the best way to do that is to speak to patients. It's just so hard though, isn't it? Because like, even from my own personal experience, right? Yeah. Like, I think, I think, isn't it just easier? To, like, and right, so if you've had a trauma, if yeah. you are in a toxic relationship, yeah. if you really don't like your body and you're trapped in a cycle of disordered eating or something, yeah. all those, fixing those things is hard. It feels, dif- it feels difficult. So it's it not easy. It is easier to come to someone like you and say, yeah. I, need, I need antidepressants so I need X, Y, and Z. Do you know? That's the thing. But the hard things are always good long term. The yeah. easy fixes. So I've, I've, I'm into like uh, motivational speaking and reading books and quotes and stuff like this. I find it often helps my mental health. And the thing, if you do a lot of easy things, you're going to have a hard life. If you do the hard things, you're going to have an easy life. So those hard things such as getting up in the morning before work and getting a workout in every day, it's not easy. Your body will be craving you to sleep. Mm -hmm. However, over time, you feel more fresher, you feel more energized, you have less joint disease, you have less bone disease, you feel just generally stronger and fitter. That's because of what you've done every day. So you've done the hard stuff and your life gets easier. The same way if you tackle the stuff that a lot of people don't want to address PTSD. 
there's a reason it's called post-traumatic stress disorder. It's traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> so people, like, people don't really want to think about something that's happened to them when they were a child. People don't really want to think about stuff they've encountered in the war. Or refugees don't want to think about stuff they've seen in their home country because it's traumatizing. However, if you don't address that, it will follow you. So as many as and much medication as we give you, it's never going to really, truly help. It can mask it. And we can help. And medication does help. I prescribed a lot of antidepressants. And um, a medic... Uh, mental health medications myself because some people do need them but however, you prefer not to yeah i prefer it not to get to that stage with okay. any patient however there's certain cases we know as doctors the same way i could tell you to be you could be the healthiest person ever you can eat right you can exercise you can um sleep correctly but you can still get a chest infection you can still suffer from hay fever. You can still get asthma. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to treat you by saying, oh, Vic, go, go home and have a run. <laughs> I feel like that would be counterproductive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give you medication. Yeah. Okay. So, so with, it's the same with mental health. So no matter what you do in your life to, you know, kind of help your mental health, what you do in your life to aid good mental health habits, you can still fall in a situation where you may experience anxiety and depression and medication may be beneficial. And there are a bunch of people who work functionally very fine with medication and they're still trying to better their mental health. So I encourage people, just because we give you medication doesn't mean you should avoid getting good sleep. You should avoid nutrition. You should avoid smoking cessation and cutting down drinking. Now you still need to do those things, Yeah. but you also can take this medication, which is going to help and aid. People don't realize that when we prescribe, especially antidepressants, they take a while to work. Yeah. It takes a while like with mental health. This is all a chronic thing. Usually it's not acute unless it's like a bereavement or someone it's close to you has passed away and in which case we don't call this a chronic mental health disorder this is called low mood due to a fat external factor so a lot of people don't realize it's chronic so it takes time for medication to work you're not going to pop a pill and feel happy that's kind of what drinking does and drugs and smoking that's what that does it gives you that instant gratification that the body's yearning for however in the short in the short term maybe it feels kind of good in the long term it's terrible because your body gets used to that and then when you're not having that high of whether drinking, smoking, uh, drug use, eating and um, poor, poor eating, then the body craves it. And that's how you fall into the addiction route where your body can't function properly without having that level of dopamine produced by that vice. And then you go to it, you go to it, you go to it. And it, before you know it, you're an 80. <laughs> seeing someone like you. Yeah, seeing someone like me. Not <sighs> a good one. I know, I was going to say. But then, right, hang on. Not all, right, not all doctors look like you, though, do they? <laughs> I, um, to be fair, yeah, I kind of stand out in, yeah. in hospital. Do you ever get, right, because I feel like you must have, do you ever get, like, someone in being like, I want to see him? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have had that before. But it, it's quite funny. It tends to, but it tends to be, like, the, um, the older ladies. Is it? Like, yeah, a, the older ladies, yeah. Are you a bit like, of a grab-a-granny? I am. I am. I, 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 I love the older ladies. They're, they're so sweet. They're always, they're always trying to pitch my cheeks and offer me stuff. Give <laughs> yeah. you words as originals. Yeah. They always ask. They're, they're so interested in my life. They're like, oh, well, where are you from? And what are you doing after work? And I'm like, you're sleeping. <laughs> Don't fall for it. And like, oh, that's how I they know. get you. They're trying like, to lure you back to knit uh, you a scarf uh, or no. something. The, the best ones are, they'll be like, oh, I, I, are you single, doctor? Because I have a granddaughter. And yeah. They'll take out their phone and put on their glasses and start scrolling through. I think she has a profile. Here, let me just show you. Hang on. And they'll call the granddaughter and be like, sweetheart, what's your profile? I just want to show her. And then I stopped her. 
I'll just be sitting there like, yo, I have so, people to see. It's like your own personal real life version of Tinder. I am yeah, exactly. living for it. No, you'd be living shocked. You'd be shocked some of the things I've heard. I like it though. It's fun. It's fun. And especially because these people are, you know, they're in poor predicaments. They're patients at the end of yeah. the day. So if I could lighten their mood in any type of way, I believe in a pain pathway. So if you can make your patient laugh, if you can put them in a better mood, they're likely to feel better and go home earlier. So why not? That's, that's it as well. And like, yeah. there's such a huge part of this that is bedside manner. Like, yeah. I um, oh, li- literally just went to see a doctor yesterday and it wasn't a big thing. I got a um, like a, a blood vessel, like a burst capillary removed mm-hmm. from the side of my nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was chatting to the doctor and honestly, like, I'm sure he won't mind us saying this because I said it to his face. I was like, your bedside manner is terrible, mate. I was mm. like, it's absolutely terrible. And he just laughed and walked off. Yeah, and he probably knows. He just doesn't care. <laughs> I'm like, all right, mate. I'm like, I'm pained to see you. You know, this is like a superficial procedure. You could at least spoken. I'm not expecting the red carpet rolled out on out, but yeah. I thought maybe you could crack a smile, you miserable prick. Exactly. No, it's 100%. And I think, so what we do now is I'm doing my uh, appraisal, uh-huh. my appraisal revalidation. So basically they're going to have a look at your medical practice and I actually give, I have to give patients uh, feedback forms so uh-huh. for them to submit anonymous feedback because because of patient manner now, patients can actually say it. So if your doctor was terrible, you oh, could anonymously like, f- uh, submit that. that feedback, yeah. So it's like our version of like an Uber in. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I so love it, like that, TripAdvisor. It's, yeah, exactly, it's good because it makes sure that doctors will have to actually make an effort to produce a good bedside manner because if not, your patient will let you know on that form, that anonymous ah. form, and you don't want that coming on your appraisal be like, well, this patient said they didn't really have a good experience with you and it seems to be a trend. Doctor, yeah. have, what have you done about that? They Is seem this... to think you're a bit of an asshole. Exactly. Oh, I love this. So, right. so I make sure every patient leaves with a smile. Oh, babe, I bet you do as well. You're such a nice guy. I can't imagine you doing anything else. Could we um, have a little break now and then have you back in part two? I want to find out how you became a doctor. Is that okay, sure. part two? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Buzzing, Look babe. forward to it. Speak to you soon. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.